2: What's up? It's your boy, The Ted Smith from the Men's Room. And did you know I have a podcast? Well, I do. The Podcast. New episodes uploaded every Wednesday on the Odyssey app.
3: Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the Men's Room knows just who it is. So to you, we say... Bottoms up, sailor! You're the toast of our shot of the day. Three time it is, and as usual, we head
4: to the drink desk and Steve at Thrill Hill to find out who we're toasting. Yes, indeed, and today, we toast an anonymous 20-year-old woman from somewhere here in the U.S. We don't know her. Now, her honoree gave birth to a healthy and beautiful baby girl just last month. Now, she wanted her daughter's name to pay tribute to her grandparents. Well... Grandpa's name is Harvey. I actually like that name. And a grandmother's name is Charlotte. Also like that name. So, new mama, she combined their names and decided to name her daughter Harlot. In oh, case you do not know, no. Harlot is an actual word. And also, that actual word, it means prostitute. Yeah. I know you know that. Uh, well, seems that her honoree is unaware of this unfortunate connection. But upon finding out... She still wants to ruin the kid's life, and she wants to keep the name. Now, for what it's worth, her husband definitely disagrees and is petitioning for the name to be changed. He's actually going to a legal petition. So they're probably not going to be married for very long. I wouldn't think so, but in this case, I have to side with him. Because you have a new like look, the fight over the name. You named you, there's no fight. You named your daughter a prostitute, not after a prostitute. Right. You named her. Prostitute, hooker, yeah, I mean, I never, whore, whole bag, call girl, whatever yeah, she, it is you want to call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Right? Exactly. Or like it's in
4: the Bible, I think. See, it, that is where it originates. So he's yeah. kind of like, look, man, it's not that it doesn't sound like a great name. It's just that it literally and only means prostitute. It is our baby girl. I would rather her not go through that. Mom's <laughs> just like, nah. Change it to Harlow. She can do anything. Har- Harlow's a real name. Right. Just get rid of one But not Harlow. Hmm. Well, maybe they're rap fans. There you go. So we pour this booze, and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. Yummy! So over the tongue and down the throat to party. In our tummies. Down, down the, the hola, bitona!
5: The Men's Room presents
3: Profile This. Hey, throw hell. Could you
4: please, everyone, I'll Profile This is played. I sure can, Miles. It's a simple game where we share with you a real-life news story. Something that happened right here on planet Earth. Earth. Earth, Earth! Earth! And as you listen to the story, based on the stereotypes you believe to be true of people and the decisions that people make, we'll ask you what it is you think makes the story a story. Hello, Jack. Welcome to the men's room.
6: Hola. Hola!
4: Jack, you understand how this here game is played? Yes, sir. Fantastic. You have your choice of one of three stories. And today, we have for you Bite Me. In other words, what did somebody find in their food? Hit Me With Your Best Shot, where you guess the unconventional weapon that someone chose to use as a weapon. And finally, Animalize This, where you guess the animal responsible for causing the problem.
5: All right, we're going to do uh, Hit Me With Your Best Shot. Hit Me With Your Best Shot. Fire away.
4: Here is your story. We go to Minneapolis, where Minneapolis police, they're asking for the public's help, finding the man who was struck in the head. That was captured in a viral video. Now, officers say they identified the suspect involved in the aggravated assault, but no no 911 calls were made after the incident, and the victim never came forward. Now, in the video, two men are seen outside of the CC Club in Minneapolis on this particular night. One man is smoking as the other man warns him he's going to strike him with something if he says the N-word. Well, naturally, the smoking man, he decides to utter the N-word anyway. And that's when the man made good on his promise, took his weapon, reared back, and hits him in the face with it, knocking the guy to the ground. Yes, I'm smiling as I read this. It brings me pleasure. But the man with the weapon then stands over him and says, quote, you can't say the N-word, my boy. End of story. Now, the because qu- this is all on video, but nobody came forward to, to file a complaint or anything. So the question is, what did the racist dude get hit in the face with? Was he hit with the trash can lid? Was he hit with a trash can? Was he hit with a skateboard? Or was he hit with a velvet rope post? So trash can lid, trash can, skateboard, or the velvet velvet rope post. You know, Mike, the I brass I really hoping you thing. were going to say brass knuckles, but. It's like no, because that's a conventional no. weapon. I mean, if someone that's has brass, brass knuckles, it. they yeah. want to punch him. Yeah. It's one of those stands. you yeah. yeah, the stand well, that you put the velvet of club, huh? Mm-hmm. Outside of the CC oh, the club,
3: thing? yeah. Yeah, let's go velvet rope Post, huh? Jack, I'm joining you, man. That's exactly what I think too. Yeah, that V-I-P was my first my thought. Ass. We're all going uh, velvet rope But well, Just because they're outside a yeah. club, so correct. Like,
5: yeah, every yeah. club's going to have those. You know what, Miles? Put me down for the trash can lid.
3: Trash can lid. Ooh, and <laughs> out wrong. Good
5: hit.
4: And this guy says it twice, and then the dude hits him. He a man. Don't say it. Guys like blah 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 was it a
3: trash can lid a trash can a skateboard or a velvet rope post we're gonna find out next
1: that was a tease when the whole family comes together to watch the game nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store with instacart you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour less time shopping means more game time let's go Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply.
3: 99.9 KISW. We return to the men's room with Miles and Thrill. Category, hit me with your best shot on profile list. We got a guy in uh, Minneapolis. Police are actually looking for the guy. He was struck in the head. The reason? Face. Because he uh, he dropped an N-bomb on someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, that guy never came forward to press charges, but they were looking for him. And uh, based on what he said, I probably deserved it. Question is, what was he hit outside a club with? Trash can lid, trash can, a skateboard, or a velvet rope post.
4: Yes, indeed, and that's a question that we posed to you, Jack. But everyone got in on this. Let us start with Mike Hawk. You, you went with the trash can lid. I want like
5: Captain America style.
4: It was not the trash can lid. <laughs> Now, Jack, you agree with both Miles and the Ted Smith? All of you went with the velvet rope post because, let's face it, makes sense. They're outside of a club. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're kidding me. It was not the velvet rope. Oh, was it the whole trash can? It was a skateboard. Oh damn! Yeah, brother hit him in the face with a skateboard. And that's why I told him, like, if you say it again, I'm going to hit you with the skateboard in my hands. The guy said it again. And brother and alarm. so he hit him in the face with the skateboard. Damn, one punch
5: rule, man. I'm telling him it's
4: like I just told you I would well, do this. That's I, I, why I said I was going to that. say
2: that's that's the worst thing. It's the guy's like, hey, this is your warning.
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll just say it again. Yep. And then wasn't that the same thing with the twisted T encounter too? Yeah. I when him, like, he first started
2: off? reading this, I was like, that's ah, a nightclub. But what the- is the twisted T encounter? The twisted T one is awesome. It's that? like a like a convenience store. All right, and there is a a white gentleman. We'll say, and he keeps like when he's talking, he's dropping the end bomb with an A on it. Okay, so the big brother, you know, brother next, to it's like st- the people are like stop saying it, and he's like, no man, come on, blah blah blah. And the dude has a can, a twenty four ounce can
4: of twisted tea and just <laughs> boom. Oh yeah, you've seen it. Yeah, I'm looking for it. I think my favorite was uh, I did not go with Miles to the Seven Eleven on this day, but man, he comes back and goes, look, man. I'm at 7-Eleven, I'm waiting in line, and a black dude walks in and looks at me directly in the you eyes. You were in and, front of me. What's up there? Oh, yeah. What's up, Bomb? Miles is like, I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> hey, how are you,
3: sir? <laughs>
5: Good
3: day. <laughs> now for all TV news all the time, it's time for TV Time with Ted.
5: And now, because your pathetic life is confined to countless hours in front of a talking box, the men's room presents TV Time with Ted. <laughs>
2: All right, I guess this is kind of breaking news in the TV world. It's also kind of not. But Jimmy Kimmel was kind of hinting at uh, he might leave the late night uh, show as, as a host. But this is why I'm like, I guess it's breaking news. As he says, I, I think this is my final contract. I hate to even say it because everyone's laughing at me now each time I think. And then it turns out to be not the case. Uh, I still have a little more than two years left of my contract. That seems pretty good. That seems like enough. So that's what I'm saying. I guess it's breaking news. We still got over two years left on his Is it like Tom Brady retiring. Tom, Tom Brady originally. like unretired. This one right. seems more like LeBron. Right. LeBron's kind of hinting at it, but I think LeBron also wants his last season to be a last season, so you know you can kind of right. have that. Do the tour? So do to that speak. victory yeah. tour. Plus, I think he's hoping one day to maybe play in, in a in a game where his sons on the other team or on his team. That'd be kind of cool. That's so, right. So like Kibble, yes. Big news in the TV world, and we'll see what happens. Two and a half, a little over two years from now. Uh, Yeah, and also, I mean, it's just going to be hard to do. I mean, look, Letterman took forever to leave, Mm -hmm. and now he still does interview shows. uh, What's it on Netflix? My next
4: guest will be right. So, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of. I don't think he disappears. You just don't have whatever restriction. You get a little breathing room. I like what I do. I just want to do it on my terms.
2: Well, that's one Mm -hmm. thing I always liked about Carson. Like, Johnny Carson, you know, people forget. Like, I mean, that was the mainstay. You know, like, when I was a kid, I mean, Johnny Carson was everything. And and CBS always tried to, like, they had different versions of shows with different hosts. But Johnny Carson was late-night TV. And then pretty much once he was done, you just didn't see him, right? which I love. I'm like, all right, let's do it. It's like I always tell people about leaving the city. You know, people, like, sometimes people go, you ever see yourself living in the country? I said, here's the problem. If I ever did, I'm, I'm not, not coming back.
4: So your, boy, <laughs> your boy's your boy gone. So I told my wife about retirement. I'm like, look, we can live out in the cut if you want, but I'll never be in the city again, or we'll stay in the city, and I won't see the cut again. I don't know.
2: Yeah. Uh, let's stick a little bit with uh, late night host, though, uh, Jay Leno. There's another one. He retired, unretired, mm. took Conan's job. He's still doing some stuff out there, but uh, it's kind of strange. So basically, they're just saying, like, you ever been attracted? You guys ever been attracted to people for a certain reason? You can't put your finger on it? Sure.
4: I right, mean, I like, think it's inevitable. I
2: mean, I want to put my finger on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went through an odd phase where I dated, like, three girls named Molly,
3: like, in a row. That is weird.
2: Yeah. I dated a couple of Amandas in a row, too. Well, went out with
3: one. Sometimes I date Molly Moon at 11 o'clock at night. <laughs>
2: So Jay Leno has a habit of falling in love with women who are born on September 5th.
3: This includes his
2: wife. Uh, In a 2016 interview, Jay said, quote, I've lived with five women and every one of them was born on the same day. I can can look at a woman and go, September 5th. That is odd. Uh, I don't know what it is. I don't look for women who are born on September 5th. I just wind up attracted to them. Uh, He said when he first met his wife. He asked her if she was, quote, born on or around September 5th, when she said it was,
5: that's her birthday. All he could do was laugh. That is weird, man. That's pretty specific. That's kind of the closest that I've ever seen of, like, astrology being almost concrete. He's he's attracted to people that were born on this specific day. There's got to be some correlation that's, like, pulling him towards it. I think it's just that he's weird. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not like he's, like, asking people what their what their birth date is and then finding out, like, oh, are you September 5th? It's one of those... Yeah, you find yeah out I mean, them. like... You're, I get, you're attracted to the personality that is born on that day.
2: I get looks in like, a certain type. Sure. But if like, the three, like, serious girlfriends I've had, like... Yeah, one's birthday was, like, in the fall, one was in the winter, and one was, like, Cinco de Mayo. So, like, I don't know that the dates really matter to me. Yeah. Which also, easy birthday to remember. Cinco de Mayo. Correct. Oh yeah, And yours. Yeah, Christmas Eve's pretty easy. Actually, I get to, uh, every four years, get to wish my buddy a happy uh, February 29th birthday. Uh, this even year. The, yeah. Even the woman that wrote uh, the comic strip, Kathy, he said he found himself attracted to her So he, when she was on the show. So he literally was like,
3: hey, when's your birthday? And she's like, September 5th. You gotta be kidding. No way. Yeah. Oh, but man, for some reason on dates, I'm better off with even numbers than odd. I don't, I don't know what no, it is. If your birthday is on the 19th, I'll never remember it. But if your birthday is on the 20th, I got it. Uh, huh. 18th, I got it. For some reason, 17, 13, there's just numbers that I have a hard time, sorry, Steve, uh, relating to. Are you the 17th? I'm the 22nd. See, I can't, well, I shouldn't remember that because it's an easy See, number.
4: the 17th would be uh, St. Patty's Day.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm just bad knowing other friends' birthdays.
3: If it doesn't mm-hmm. stick out. Or is on Facebook, which I don't have,
0: right.
2: so. Don't Facebook is much easier. But <laughs> yeah, I, I mean... Hell, I did it to somebody a couple weeks ago. Like some, And I go, oh, crap, man. Did I miss your birthday? Oh, it's my buddy Phil. Something. He goes, let's try some of this tequila. I got it for my birthday. And I'm like, bro, did I miss your birthday? He's like, no, it's in July. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> Like right. I'm just not sure. You could ask. I, I bet at least once a week I ask Mike either how old he is again or when his birthday
5: is. I'm very close to yours, Ted. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, we missed our boy VD's birthday. Uh, that was last Friday. Wasn't last Friday, yeah.
2: Yeah, because we weren't here. Mm-hmm. But I saw him on Saturday. Okay. Said happy birthday to him. I didn't, and I won't. <laughs> <laughs> now it's not his birthday anymore. Uh, let's see. So uh, they put together a list of the 75 most impactful TV moments. Ooh, okay. So I have for you the top 10. Do you guys want to guess some? I'm going to guess the final episode of MASH. Okay. The series finale of MASH. Goodbye. Farewell and Amen. Auf oh,
3: if you just saying goodnight. I don't say then uh the, the, the final episode of Seinfeld. If we're doing final episodes. Ah, but impactful. No, yeah, so it, some of these are nah, events,
2: okay. some of these are shows. Throw us right just because MASH, that was such a massive deal. It was huge. You
4: only have three networks, so like, everyone like, tuned like, in. Are we talking like the challenger or like shows? Like news events. So there's both. Okay. Challenger?
2: Uh, Challenger does not make that on there, but number 10 on the list, these are the uh, 75 most uh, impactful TV moments. They said George Carlin hosting the series premiere of Saturday Night Live. Ah, okay. Have you ever seen that? that I don't know that I've, I mean, I've seen like
3: footage of it. It's weird. It's not anywhere. It's just weird to watch SNL where you don't have the same kind of, you have the same format structure, but not really. He came out and did like fifteen minutes
4: of stand up. And then like the manned was a marching band or something like it that. It was uh it, yeah. it
3: was different. It's still it's still
5: good. It's just it's not a format you recognize. Was uh, there something to do with the moon landing or oh, any, any of the it, Apollo it. missions or something like that? Uh, uh so number one
2: on the list, nineteen sixty nine Apollo eleven landed on the on okay. the moon. Yep. So Man. that's the number one most impactful Can't moment.
5: Jump, or at least that's what they want us to believe.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. That's why they got the fake birds. That's right. Where's the stars? Uh, yeah, that's obviously number one. Let's see, what else is on there? Luke and Laura's wedding. Episode, uh, 1065 of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, where Mr. Rogers invites Officer Clemens, who was black, to share a waiting pool on a hot day. That aired in 1969, if you don't know... Segregation: Black mm. people couldn't go in the same pools. Even there were beaches in Maryland where black people couldn't even go to Ted, the same This beach.
4: cannot be true because we are told that racism has never existed in this country. So I don't know where you're getting your crap from.
2: I don't know either. It's wild. Uh, next on the list, you have uh, Martin Luther King delivering his iconic I Have a Dream
4: speech mm-hmm. at Again, the March
2: Washington in 1963.
4: Racism has never existed, so I don't know what he was babbling on about. Mm-hmm. He's talking about his dreams, I think. Yeah, like you know, a whatever. Nightmare, you, know, Sweet, you know, like <laughs> you're fella. falling off Because it's never existed here, right? So, I mean, I don't know why I knew what he's talking about. Uh, also, in 1963,
2: uh, this is one my parents always talk about it. They're like, you'll never forget where you were when this... Kennedy. Season. Correct. Walter yeah. Conkright what? announcing the pres- uh, the death of President John F. Kennedy. Uh, that was in November of '63. These
4: are our uh, most impactful TV moments. So not like our favorites or whatever. It's just like... Right. Impact. Yeah. Uh, someone has a good suggestion here, and I remember it. I hated it, but on uh, 9-11, watching the Twin Towers. Fall. So un- unfortunately, that's number two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I think yeah.
2: for us, our generations, or not just mine, like everybody in this room, like I'll, they, I mean, I can feel that chill in my spine right now sitting in my mom's apartment in Aspen Hill. And yeah. you watch those t- especially... Cause it was still so confusing. But like when the second plane hits, and then when they collapse, it's just like, oh man. I'd never seen anything well, like it. That was and not what like,
3: I, I I was freaked out watching that. But the thing I was freaked out about was like, by the way, guys, there's one headed our way. So right, exactly. after both of those got hit, there's two actually on the way. One uh unfortunately had a wing malfunction and went down in Pennsylvania. Um <clears throat> the other one hit the Pentagon. So we were right. also <clears throat> looking at the EAS in the morning trying to figure out when is this thing going to go off? Because they were, they kept making these announcements on television that this was going down. And you're like Jesus, then the Pentagon, game. and then the
4: world literally turned to crap out. Right. Yeah, how about
2: this? And one? there
3: was a lot of like,
2: look, like I was working at the AFL CIO, right? Like my mom was downtown. There was also a lot of crazy stuff happening and you and we know this now especially with the internet but i remember i remember news stations in dc being like there was a bombing at the state department and they're like
4: yeah. uh, no they like right. you, so you, much missing yeah. you know who ended up spearheading most of the information that ended up being correct and it sounds crazy but at that time everyone not everyone hated howard stern but you know he was still the bad guy blah 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 so 9-11 happens and like ted said a lot of these major news networks are having a hard time getting in there to actually see what's going on for obvious reasons Basically, Howard Stern and Robin Quivers, they started becoming the de facto Mm -hmm. informant. So you'd hear like CNN and Fox News saying stuff like, it's been confirmed by Howard Stern. And it was just, it's such a mind effort. Confirmed by Howard Stern. And they were dead serious about this. He was the only person who was doing his job to really, truly just get the right information out there. What about Janda Jackson's boob at halftime? Now,
2: Uh, all right. So also on the list, you have the premiere episode of the miniseries, Roots. Yep, I remember that. And then last on the list uh, was the Beatles' performance oh, on the Ed Sullivan show. Oh, yeah.
5: Sullivan,
4: a yeah. great time.
2: Mike, you ever seen Roots? No.
4: no. Yeah. Do you, you guys ever watch, watch it, it. it as a Christmas mm-hmm. special in your home? <laughs> now I remember <laughs> when it. Uh, I remember when it I debuted. Man. We watched yes. it like watched every, it every year. year. Yeah. Oh yeah, we you watched it in school. Definitely was on in the Hill household. It was much better than the Thornbirds. Well, we watched that <laughs> every
3: year,
2: and then in fifth grade too, we had a ton like. I used to be able to, like, I remember having tests on naming countries in Africa. And, like, we used to, like, I used to know a ton of them. Now, over time,
4: things have changed. A lot of their names change, you know, all these uprisings, rebellions, whatever. But, yeah, things, it's funny, man. If you look at, like, a globe or an old world map from just, like, 85, so not a 1,000 years ago, but, like, 20% of these countries have different names. Yugoslavia. Right. Like, not there anymore, right? Czechoslovakia, not there anymore. East Germany, West Germany,
2: right? Right. Uh... I was to say you had the USSR, right? So there's like Czechoslovakia, like all this stuff. Those those Baltic states. Right. There was no Kazakhstan or anything like
4: that. They were absorbed into the Austria USSR. Hungary.
2: Right. <laughs> right. I mean, it is it is kind of wild. And now you're so used to history being history. Like now, when you see a new country form, you're like, "What is this?"
4: It means we're getting old, Ted. That
2: yeah, is what I figured out. It's yeah,
3: old
4: Florida. <laughs>
2: right there's always uh uh different stuff uh changing there
3: okay Okay. thank you so we appreciate it you're listening to the men's room Men's Room returns with Miles and Thrill. Now, let's see what's happening in the real world. All right, here we go. Pennsylvania man laughs and celebrates after getting his 12th DUI. <laughs> Meanwhile, Seattle police have a man who stole $40,000 in Magic the Gathering cards, but they will not name the guy. Thank you. Massachusetts man busted with crack and a rocket launcher in his car. German shepherds jump into a stranger's truck and refuse to move from where they are. And a light rail conductor is attacked with a, quote, foreign substance it is time for your headlines now it's time to hit the head
5: lines here's my car we go to massachusetts where one man chose a bad spot to chill out authorities were called to the parking lot of a local red roof inn on reports of a suspicious car the officer approached and uh, had a conversation with the driver up until the officer noticed drug paraphernalia in the car the driver submitted to a search of the vehicle which did turn up crack cocaine in his possession and an M-190 U.S. Army rocket launcher.
4: And you consented. Wow. All
5: right. Fair to say our boy didn't uh, have the proper licensing for the weapon, and it was seized (laughs) along with the drugs, and he now faces several charges.
4: Mike, first, where in the hell did you get this thing, I don't know. That's probably the more terrifying part.
5: (laughs) Right. It's not like, you know, you can just go to some guy in a back alley and
4: just grab one of those bad boys. Or like when you leave the military, they're like, take your gear with it. Right. That's not how it works
5: feel like some stuff leaks out. M190 rocket launchers. Nah. And gonna... you're on crack, which we're...
4: makes me feel even better. Oh, for real, though, dude. <laughs> and you're just sitting in the parking
2: lot of a local hotel. Just At smoking a crack.
5: Hotel. Your on rocket launcher.
2: Well, they left that light on. <laughs> oh, is that <laughs> Motel 6? That's, that's Motel 6. six. <laughs> All right, my bad.
5: <laughs> Do not besmirch the good name of oh, the Red Roof <laughs> <laughs> Motel <laughs> 6. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: red Roof Inn, so that's a motel.
5: Pretty much, yeah. 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 It's just another one of those chains. I know.
2: It's just like... Of course, they're smoking crack with a rocket launcher in front of a motel, in a hotel
4: parking lot. Right. Great work. <laughs> Next time, just turn <laughs> yourself into the cops directly.
5: Yeah, right? Make it easier. Damn. In other news, we stay right here in Seattle where a thief has been busted. A local business was relocating operations from a warehouse in the area, and among the goods to be moved was a massive collection of Magic the Gathering cards. But during the move, the warehouse manager noticed that some of the inventory of said cards was ending up among the missing. Yes, at some point, the manager was able to spot cards matching those that were missing on an unknown site for sale and decided to place an order can't be that simple, right? Well, yeah. From there, they were able to track and return uh, the return address to the thief, a temporary employee of the warehouse, who decided to make off with upwards of $40,000 worth of cards. Damn. They're now facing charges, and the majority of the cards have been recovered. Sounds but, to me they, like you know, how many
4: cards you need to take to add up to $40,000 worth. The
5: haul that they showed in the picture, if that was $40,000 worth, it's not much, dude. Really? It also sounded to me like reading that story
3: that the guy who got his card stolen, He was the guy who did the investigative reporting to try to find out where those cards were being sold online. Right. He bought one and ordered one. Right. There was a return address on there. Right. So it wasn't even like, what are we doing? He had had to find
2: them
5: on his own. It's like drive around your neighborhood looking for your bike. No kidding, dude. You know? And honestly, looking at it, I I don't have it right in front of me anymore, but it it looked like it was only like 40 or 50 cards. Yeah.
3: Obviously, there are bigger fish to fry out there. But still, when someone steals that
4: amount of value... Right, it's not I, what it yeah. is; it's how much it's worth.
5: But those yeah. cards, those gaming and trading cards, they have been expensive for a while. I remember when I was a kid and Pokemon cards, which I'm pretty sure was a kind of an offshoot of that. They they, they realized the success of Magic, and they were like, "We should do our own trading card game." There was one on there. There was this holographic Charizard one, and I remember I was down in, at the Tacoma Dome, and I remember seeing that price tag. And at that time, back in the '90s, that bad boy was like. 500 bucks. Jesus.
4: Like, I know there are certain magic cards that are worth a significant amount of money. Absolutely. But it's a... It just blows my mind. Right.
5: They can get nuts. Over to Florida for a rather odd story. A mother shared her animal encounter after she had dropped her daughter off at daycare. She walked her daughter from the car to the facility, leaving her driver's side door open while she was gone. What she returned to was no burglar, but a trio of German oh, okay. shepherds that had jumped into the car and were excitedly waiting to be taken on an adventure. Oh, what's up? Needing to go to work and running low on patience, the woman eventually sought uh, the help of police, who were able to coax the dogs out after a short period of time, and some fish sticks. Yes. and take Fish the- sticks? Oh, okay. Yes. They got two out just by tugging on collars, but there was one that was like, I want to go for I'm a car ride. Right. Right. I ain't Get going nowhere. Sticks. Yeah, fish sticks. Uh, they were um, able to to coax the dogs out and take them to a local shelter until their owner was able to collect them. No word on the owner's like, yeah, what's the deal? Because if you, that's a big dog, a right? Very that
2: big. Can dog. be a little aggressive, and it's they're friendly. And they were friendly, but and, this lady's still like, there's three in my car. They don't right. want to leave. I'm that's like, that's what testing. I'm saying. Like, got to be more to because it's, it's not like they're random
5: German right. Shepherds. No. And you got three massive dogs. Yeah, what are your those three dogs, dogs doing yeah. around here? I got it. Just in we case. A go s- for a ride. Just in case the story's left a bad taste in your mouth. Thankfully there's good news. We head over to the UK where an item of history has been unearthed. A local township in northern Scotland by the name of Kazbrock is the center of our story as they've recently revived an old tradition known as the Cabrack Picnic and Games as part of the Scottish (laughs) Highland Games. (laughs) Alright. As part of this revival, they also sought to bring back an old trophy, which was awarded to the winner of the picnic games, but the last time that they had a winner was back when they put an end to the game, the last year of its operation in 1936. Jeez. They had a record of who the winner was, but they won it in 1936. So they really didn't have any information beyond that, right? They issued a public appeal to get the trophy located. Luckily for them, it came to the attention of the reigning champ's 70-year-old son, <sighs> who was able to unbox the trophy and drive up to 600 miles to return it. That's cool. That's
4: so 70 it's 70 years old. Right. Like I'll I was, just bring it on back. Like I, I've got it, but you got to come and get it. I've yeah. got the trophy. It's in my cellar. i have the trophy. I'll bring it in.
5: <laughs> Sign me up.
4: <laughs> it's not that
5: unheard of.
2: No. There's a lot of stuff that, like, not the Stanley Cup, but there, there's some other big sporting events where that trophy is not the original one. No, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
5: Yeah. And like, it's just some old family or somebody still has it. Exactly. In the world of sports, we got a run of uh, college basketball over on ESPN2 Plus and U, as well as CBS Sports and FS1. NBA basketball is underway on on uh, TNT with the Mavericks hosting the Suns, and that'll move into the late game with the Warriors hosting the Lakers. And in the world of hockey, your Seattle Kraken. Uh-huh. Defending their turf against the rival Vancouver Canucks over on Root Sports, and the Canucks are on fire right now. This is going to be a hard one. Bug drops at seven with Joey Decord in the goal, and as far as your weather, things are cooling down and staying dry throughout the uh, the night into tomorrow, where we can expect clear skies and temperatures in the low 40s. That is it for your headlines. With that, Mike Hawkins out.
3: Thank you, sir. I'll see you next time for the weekend. Ted versus the FCC
4: and a bad choice Friday. Kevin Deers is up next. He's got more Pearl Jam tickets. Yes, indeed. It's all true, but in the meantime, well, we'll be all up about this, bitch. So until next time, please do what you do best. And for Aletha's sake, stay
6: beautiful. The Men's Room has been taped before a live studio audience. Wardrobe and makeup provided by Mantastic Limited. This has been a presentation of the Men's Room Radio Network. Oh man! A double-flush production.